Welcome to the Men of Victory podcast, where we just take a few minutes to encourage you to be the man of God that you're created to be, because you are amazing men, but we need some wisdom, some guidance, some help along the way to become the man of God that he wants us to be. And so I just love bringing in guests, having some real hard conversations, uh, but discussing how we can apply God's word and just grow as mighty men of God. And so this week, I'm excited because I got first time on the podcast Ken Bailey, thanks for being here today, my friend. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, share to the audience uh, just a little bit about yourself and your family. Uh, well, we've been coming to Victory Life about, I think, 13, 14 years okay. now. Um, we serve in several different ministries. My wife has been to the journey as a ser- once and been there serving, I don't know, maybe four or five times. Right. She goes about every time. Okay. Um, we live in Marshall. And, um, I mean, we just, we just love what we do. We right. love being here. So right. you guys serve, um, in the church, mm-hmm. serve faithfully. What, where areas do you guys serve in other than, uh, the journey and you serve in men's ministry, helping out with things. Um, what else Baptism, do you guys do? Baptisms, um, which we absolutely love. Yep. Um, there's quite a few things. I can't really can't remember everything. Yep. We serve wherever we're needed. Oh, I love that. I love the heart behind that. And so. Um, so I'm excited for this conversation that we're going to have today, uh, because you really are bringing an outside perspective into it because you said you've been working for the city of Battle Creek for 16 years, Yeah, man, congrats. That is amazing. Uh, we appreciate everyone that does th- that kind of work and, and how they help us in our city and everything. Uh, but you really got put on your heart. Complacency was the word. Right. Right. So let, let me kind of set it up and I'm just going to let you kind of take role and just start sharing what God's put on your heart. And then we're just going to have some dialogue back and forth and talk about it. Sounds good. Uh, but complacency, um, I love this definition. It was the Cambridge um, Academic Dictionary definition. It defines complacency as a feeling of calm satisfaction with your own abilities or situation that prevents you from trying harder. So now that we understand the word complacency, it's pretty much we're just, we're content with what we're doing. Right. Right. Springboard off of that. Um, well, I'll, I'll kind of go where it started with yeah. me. Um, I was on my way to church actually for a bap to do, help do baptisms. Right. And my wife was coming back from the journey of serving. And so I was praying for the ladies as they were coming back to make just safety and everything. Mm-hmm. And out of, I'll say out of the blue, um, I started speaking, I started praying in the spirit mm-hmm. strongly, which is stronger than normal. Let's okay. put it that way. So I felt as though God was trying to make a point. And uh, all of a sudden, it's, I stopped. And so I automatically, like, so what's this about? Because I don't, you know, that's gibberish to me. I'm just talking. Right. I'm praying to God. And uh, three words came. Complacency was first, which is not something that's normally in my vocabulary, you know, as far as I, when I talk to somebody, I don't say, well, you're complacent. I don't use that. <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. an everyday thing we use. No, yep. Uh-uh. So, so you so, knew this was from God. Yeah. And then I, the other word that came was uh, comfortable. Okay. And then fear. Ooh. So all three came and I came to church, never had, never got an answer that day. Right. About what I was supposed to do with that. But I came to church, we did baptisms and, uh. I left, my wife came, and we, I left, and we started talking on the way there. I said, I hope you were, had a great time, but I need to tell you something, yeah. and I need your help. Right. And she's like, okay, well, these words came to me. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with them. 
And her advice, which is always her advice to me, is, well, you need to pray about that. Mm, that's, that's a wise woman there. <laughs> it is. So long story short, I did. And God, okay. uh, Pastor James had uh, talked about um, we need, not so much, we need, we, people need to come back. We need the fellowship. Yeah. Um, those, I know people that's come here that stay home because it's comfortable. Right. And so I started analyzing or looking at myself, basically. It's like, okay, God, what do I have to do to help? And uh, basically it was follow through with what I gave you. I gave you three words. Mm. So, and he knows I love to do word studies. Okay. So, and you saw some of the information I gave you. I dug yeah. in pretty hard. So you, you dove in pretty hard. And so first, before we kind of continue with that, is mm -hmm. I think it's powerful the fact that your first reaction was, I need to talk to my wife about this. Right. I think that's so powerful that as men, we don't do enough is talk to our spouses. Right. Because God gives wisdom to our spouses. And uh, even to the ladies here, it's vice versa to your husbands. And right. so it's just sharing that. And I love that was the first, you could not wait to tell her. So right. kudos to you for that. That is amazing. Um, and so I, I just, I just wanted to hit that point because we just don't do that enough. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so kind of share what God put on you with those three words. Well, complacency was search myself. Yeah. It might be complacent mm -hmm. because, uh, I was in a lot more ministries than we are now <laughs> before and life got busy and doing other things with grandchildren and this and that. So I had to prioritize. I had to look at myself and reflect, what am I doing? Am I tr how am I hmm. serving God as outside of the church, outside of uh, the Andreso, the, right. the men of the uh, return? Right. How am I doing something outside to serve God? And, um, so I started looking at different things, different areas. Uh, one of them, you know, I have a little thing going on where you actually got, helped me get it started with uh, the Bibles and Barrels. Bibles and Barrels, a and, small group uh, you do. And, and that's led to, uh, well, last I looked, about 300 people. Have gone through it. Have gone through it. Right. Uh, salvations that I actually know that were there is like three, but there's probably a lot more than that that haven't talked to me about it. So that's a good thing. And God was showing me, yeah, but I have just like returned. I have more. Mm -hmm. So at work, there's been, I've been sharing more at work, more open. So I'm looking at myself and so what, what am I missing? Well, what I was missing was the people that are staying home that I know. What okay. I was missing was my neighbor. Is my neighbor saved? Mm -hmm. Have I ever asked my neighbor, is he saved? Did I get complacent with the fact that he's my neighbor? Right. You know, he's fine. Right. You know, and uh, so I started looking at that angle. Am I doing the smaller things, which, you know, the big things you consider, you know, you're coming to church, you're doing, am I doing the small things to get people to come to church, to get people to come back? Am I helping God? Am I drawing people? Right. You know, so that's kind of where that was at. No, I, I love it because what you're mentioning is the online and online um, messages are powerful mm -hmm. when you're sick. Or when you can't make it to church. Yes. But you're talking more about we just become relaxed and I'll just turn it on TV today. I don't need mm. to come in and have the fellowship, the relationship. Yeah. Listening to this podcast is great, but this is should be in addition to your Sunday 
um, message from the right. local pastor that you're at the church at and everything. So, right. um, so I love that because, uh, of, so keep going. I just wanted to okay. kind of highlight that. Well, with that, I yeah. found, I found out when you're complacent and I, I speak to myself, but I'm also speaking to those that are listening. When you get complacent before you know it, it becomes a standard. Yeah. Pretty soon it's like, you know, I kind of like having bacon and eggs and watching pastor James or pastor Matt or pastor John on TV. Right. But you miss the people like myself and the other guys and the other ladies and whatever, you know, that are that you talk to on a nor- on a regular basis at church. You don't get that iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You get a good message. Right. And then you have a conver- I always have a conversation with God every day. Sometimes he <laughs> you know, it's it's a correction, but still um that's all you have. Well, that's that's not enough, God, because God has asked us to do more. And that's where I was feeling that this was going. And the comfortable part of the complacency is it becomes a standard. Okay. You get comfortable. Right. And, hey, this is all right. And my neighbor's fine. I mean, I'm saved. He must be saved. Or I was listening to Robert Morris the other day, and, and he made a good point. He was talking about hell. Well, Hell is a place you don't want to go, and you don't want your neighbor to go there, but have you talked to your neighbor about that? Have you talked to your neighbor about Jesus? and Or have you just thought, well, you know, Pastor John will talk to him, or the other neighbor will get to him, or they'll run into somebody. That, to me, is complacency and comfort all in one. Yeah. And what's, your, what's the fear comes from? And this is what I got, and it took me a while to figure that one out. And God gave it to me. Why? What are you afraid of? Right. I'm the one that's with you. I'm the one that's drawing these people. You just talk to them. So just like today, I was nervous coming here, and <laughs> I'm still a little nervous. But it's it's it, it's my heart is not see anybody go to hell ever. And my heart is to reach these people. And I know the men of Andrizo of and the ladies of the journey. I mean. Their hearts are to reach people. And if I had a guy I prayed for this weekend say, you know, I don't know if one person could do this. And he had a tragedy in his life. He didn't give me permission to share it, so I won't. But he had a severe tragedy in his life. And he goes, I don't know. But he says, we need a revival. And I said, one person can start a revival. And so that touched me again. It's like, there's one that God put in front of me that actually shared that ministered to me as I was praying for him. So, so, you know, um, I, I think when you, you really hit when comfortable really came to my mind is as Christians, we can fall into comfortable with church. True. The four walls. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so we come, come, we come, come comfortable. I attend church. I got my same group of people. Mm-hmm. We have fun. We're growing in Christ, but we're not thinking about the outside, right. the out- welcoming new people in. Or um, what hit me was, you know, going to the gas station and, and as you're getting a pop or something and you're paying um, right. or your waitress or your bank attendant, right. are we comfortable? Uh, are we too comfortable? We're not sharing the gospel with them. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And, yeah. and so that that's really hit home for us because, you know, I think it is important to come to church. Yes. And, and especially as guys, it's so funny because my wife like, Hey, did you talk to Ken this week? And I'm like, yeah, well, what'd you guys talk about? I said, he's all good. And she was like, well, what'd you guys say? And I was like, I said, Hey, what's up? And yeah. he said, Hey, what's up? 
And I said, that's guys for everything's good, you yeah. know, and it's just, yep. it, but it's just, it's powerful um, just to be able to have that interaction and everything. Right. But I think we can come too comfortable within the church walls and not look at outside. And I know this is your heart yeah. is how to bring the outside into the church. Right. So we talk a little bit about complacency. I just got a quick question for you. And I know you got maybe some scriptures you want to share, but uh, what are some things we can do to not fall into being complacent, comfortable? What are those things that maybe you do other than going to church, but what are, what are some things that our audience can take hold of and, and apply tomorrow? Well, one of them was um, the main one is listen to God. Listen, listen to God. for his voice. Right. Because he's going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And if you have ears to hear, like the Bible says, you're going to hear it. But then you got to be obedient. Most of the time we want to be half obedient, in my opinion. We want to be half obedient. I can do that, but I'm not sure I can do that. Well, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. You can talk to people. Right. You can minister to people without even knowing you're ministering to them. Um, I'll use my neighbor as an example. His dog died. We're all praying for him. He's like, I have demons. He admitted this, and oh, he's wow. got him on his arm. He's a tattoo, and at the top there's a cross. I said, "What's the cross mean?" Well, God, God got rid of those demons for me. And I go, "Really? So you know Christ?" He, and he goes, "Yeah, but he says I'm not practicing it." I said, "You know Christ, right? We'll go from there." Right. He says, "My dog died, and he's, that's just what brought me to him. His dog died. Right. That was his love of his life." Hmm. And now he's talked to myself, my neighbors across the street are Catholic. They talk to him. So it that's the thing for me. Be obedient to what God, you, someone's hurting, talk to them. If they say no, they say no. Right. Um, don't be afraid in the workplace. Know your rules that you work with. I'm not telling anybody to go out and do something that would cost them their job. Right. But... Um, I personally have led a couple of people to the Lord at City Hall. Right. <laughs> you know, City Hall says you can't mention God. Right. But um, I found, like we talked earlier, people who are Christians that don't mention it. And I had one just recently say, how do you get away with that? And I said, I'm not trying to get away with anything. Right. God puts people in front of me. And that's the one thing that I do do. And Pastor Ralph taught me this. Ask each day the Lord to put someone before you mm. that you could share what he's done for you. Okay. That's and good. So That's I, good. I say that for every day. Those are kind of things that I do. I open, you know, the basic things that I think we should do, like hold doors for people and always, I always say thank you, even if the clerk is ornery at the day, that day it's like, <laughs> you know, thank you. And it shows, it shows. Yep. No, I love that. I love that that the prayer that you put every day, every day, God, show me one person. Um, that's just a heart to want to grow and a heart to be ready to, to really to minister to people. And so, you know, I, I just, it's always stuck with me, um, over the years of being here at the church was, um, I heard this teaching, Pastor James talks a lot about this. Um, but it, it's how you set the hook to talk to somebody outside the church wall. Um, it, it's, it could be, you can be sharing if they're going through a struggle, you can just be sharing, man, I remember going through this, but then one thing changed it all. Mm -hmm. And then when they say, well, what was that? All right, well, let me share you about, about Jesus. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's, I've been through there. I, I know where you're at. I know what you're going through. 
but one thing can change it all. And I've made that decision. Would you like to learn more? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Uh, and, and that's a powerful way to make that segue for people that want to share their faith um, with others because it's like, hey, let me share you about what God's done in my life. And then it's up to you to decide, do you want that as well? So I love that. Um, you, you gave me a scripture. You talked a little bit about Hebrews. Uh, do you want to share that a little bit, um, that part? Um, was Hebrews sure. 10, 24? Yeah. Um, well, I have it right here. It's yeah. Hebrews 10, 24. This is the New Living Translation. Okay. Uh, it says, let us think always, or let us think of ways to motivate one another to act to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Um, you know how the t days are like, the times are like now. Right. There's, there's some urgency, I believe. But, you know, we don't know when he's going to return. Right. We can't be complacent and not, one, get together as a church. And like you pointed out later and I'm or earlier, I thought about that, too. This is a building. The church is the people. Yes. Yep. And we can't get complacent and not talk to our neighbor, mm -hmm. talk to our coworker. So I think that's kind of where this is going. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, it's something that's, like I said, it's in my heart, it's close to my heart because, you know, you can't just be, oh, I'm saved, I'm okay, because right. that's just not it. Right. Hebrews is talking about, in, in Hebrews, it says, what it says, does say, and then I got a one note here that says, I'm saved and going to heaven. That's self-satisfaction. That's your complacency. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't need to pray for that person because God's got it covered. Those yeah. are two things that I put down for myself. Yeah. No, it's good because I love that scripture because it says stir up one another. Yeah. And, and every time I hear that, I think of Pastor James teaching on the mocha. Remember? Yeah. And he yeah. talks about stirring up the drink, yeah. the latte. You got a mocha, you got to stir it up yeah. to get the full flavor. And as believers, we're called to stir up mm -hmm. the world. Sure. We're, we're supposed to be uh, change the world, not let the world change us. That's right. And as believers, if we have that mindset to stir up, fan in the flames the gift that god has given us um to not be complacent and right. just say hey i'm doing good enough right, right. i think doing, those are, those I'm are doing phrases. my part yeah i'm doing my part you know everyone else not but i'm doing my part Th those are statements that lead us down comfortability and complacency yep. and everything you used the word stretched earlier and so i love this word so let me let me ask you this um you said at times god has stretched you yeah so talk a little bit about that, because I think that's such a powerful thing um, that I think a lot of times when God stretches us, there's there's two ways. Either we say no and we're not obedient or we we we're all in and we see God move in a mighty way. So just talk a little bit about how God has stretched you maybe over the years uh, and how it can encourage people watching today. Well. I'll start at the beginning. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because last weekend I ran into the person who led me to the Lord. That's awesome. At 35 years ago. And I remember, talk about stretching. He came to me. I was playing softball. I played a lot of softball. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, uh, I believe God's calling you to a ministry. And I go, I, uh, I don't think <laughs> that God wants me in ministry. And he goes, no, really. And he goes, do this for me. Come to church. 
and we were kind of friends. We had only known each other for a short time, but uh, come to church and keep coming to church for a while and see what God does. Right. So that was a stretch for me. I mean, I'll be honest. I was not a real good person during those times. I mean, it was all about me. Mm-hmm. And um, that stretched me a lot, going to church, sitting in there and listening. And then God said, well, basically, I wasn't hearing it. But he was telling me, he goes, I think God's got wants you to be a greeter. I want to greet people. I greeted people. I love greeting people now. But the stretch goes when God started, I started hearing God, and God was saying, go do this. It wasn't, you. I want you to, it's, go do this. The stretch was being obedient. Of all things, the stretch has always be, been obedient. I'm not, and I'm not worthy. Those were two things. Mm. So we still battle from time to time with, uh, I do. I say we because I'm always talking to God, and he's always saying, you can do it. And I'm thinking, I don't think, I'm not worthy of that. And yes, you are. No, I I think that's key because I I don't think you're the only one that battles this. I think everyone battles when God stretches us to do something more. So just think back when you accepted Christ to God stretched you over Mm -hmm. the years to be now where you lead this ministry called Bibles and Barrels, which you said 300 people have gone through. There's been salvations through that where you and your wife are some of the best leaders as far as small groups in our church life groups. You guys are amazing at it. He stretched you in so many ways, but I think sometimes for, for people it's like, I don't want to be stretched. It's, it's uncomfortable (laughs) and there's fear, but anytime I've seen it, and I think you can attest to this is anytime God stretches us, there's always a favor and a blessing that follows. Absolutely. I mean, I was just about to say I've never felt better. Right. Afterwards. And afterwards. Yep. And, and even now it's gotten to, even through it. It's like I know he's going to bring me through. I just want to see how he does it. Yeah. Because uh, it's not me. It's, well, it's him moving me through it and absolutely. me being obedient. And that that's when we have a heart of want to be stretched, that means we're not going to be comfortable because if you're stretched, you're not comfortable. No. because it's it's this is what i've learned is i have to rely on god and not me in those moments that's true and that's a difficult lesson sometimes it's a difficult lesson uh but it says trust in the lord with all your heart Mm -hmm. and and everything and so it's in those moments that's when god truly does show up for us so um good stuff is there anything more on this before we kind of close up and wrap up this conversation that you kind of want to share to the audience uh well i would encourage the encouragement is especially to the men. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to be a little bit stubborn, if you will be. You know, it's like, I still don't know if we can do that. You can do it. Yeah. Look at your neighbor, and, and you know your neighbor if you live next to him. Are you Talk to him about Jesus. Talk to him about what he's done for you. Um, reach out. I mean, a simple holding a door at a restaurant for somebody could lead to a prayer that could save their lives. Yeah. And... And listen for God. Have the ears to hear. Yep. Because uh, I could read Proverbs, and that's something that we don't really... Something, I, the Proverbs that I have here, the one part of it is something we don't want to see. Yeah. And if you don't mind... No, I'm, definitely share it. Okay, this is Proverbs 1, 30 through 33. Again, New Living Translation. And it says, They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I, was, when I corrected them. Mm. 
Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For the simpletons turn away from me to death. Wow. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency, but all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear or harm. Wow. We want the we want all of God's word, but that one part is something that, you know, I guess don't be a fool. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to wrap this up and then I'm going to have you pray for it. But, you know, um, to anyone watching this, I think it really starts with getting plugged into a local church. It does. Um, that is the key to not being complacent or comfortable is to find a local church. And you know what, if you're watching this in the 269, which is the Battle Creek, Michigan area code, man, come over and see us at Victory Life. But there's a lot of amazing churches in our area True. that too. But but really, we both, uh, God changed our lives because we were plugged into a local church. Yep. Um, and the next is just be surrounded by people and seek God every day and look to be stretched and look for really, God, use me not just in the walls of the church, but outside the walls exactly. of the church. And how do we win people to Christ? So, dude, good word, powerful word. This was, I'm so glad we were able to finally get this filmed and talk to, um, to the men and the women about this and everything. So uh, can you wrap it up and just say a quick prayer uh, to anyone watching today? Well, Father, I just pray for all that are watching that, that you'd touch their hearts, that you would do as you have with me. Light a fire in their hearts. Mm -hmm. Speak to them. Give them ears to hear and eyes to see and help them to know that they are worthy, that they are important, and that they have much to share. And I just pray for those who aren't saved or don't know you, I pray that they would come to know, that they would come to their local church, and they would come to know you in a way they never thought possible. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you've heard another great uh, podcast. Ken, dude, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Uh, we've been to battle together. Yes, we um, I love you and your you and your wife. You guys are amazing to me and my family. And so I just want to say, love you and appreciate you're an amazing man of God. Um, you speak and you live it out. And so that's we need more men to do that. And so um, so guys, give this guy a high five when you see him, a fist bump. But uh, man, check in next week. We're gonna have uh, in a few more weeks. We're gonna have another powerful, powerful podcast. So. Apply the word of, to your life. Get connected to a local church. Get stretched because we don't want to be comfortable or complacent. And we want to grow in Christ. And we'll see you guys next time on the Men of Victory podcast.